Hello and welcome to the Opinions and Beer Podcast. I'm your host, Adam. Today we have a big, big episode. Today is the interview with Michael Jai White. And because it's such a long interview, we are going to save the beer review for the end. So let's go ahead and jump right into this. This is Michael Jai White. <laughs> Man, that's- so Michael, we've been sitting here sweating. Because <laughs> I know, man, it's like, huh, it's just really big being able to, to sit here and have a conversation with you. I mean, I know you, you probably hear that a lot, but it is what it is. Now, uh, oh, no, no problem. okay, so our podcast is Opinions and Beer. We usually drink a bit of beer and then try and interview some people, and uh, we've been graced with uh, Michael J. White's presence. Uh, like, it's really an insane honor to have just uh skyping with us right now it really is um one of the things that we like to do is get get our guests to kind of like go over their past a little bit i know that most everybody probably already knows a good portion about you but if you could kind of in your own words describe wh- what got you to where you are right now oh boy um. <laughs> yeah, big question up front. That way, let's break the ice. <laughs> that way, we kind of understand more about you and the way that you feel towards these situations. I think it's more, you know, personable or whatnot. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, I just, I just stay persistent. I, um, you know, I was, a, I was a school teacher before as an actor. The That's acting right. thing was uh, something that was I had to get out of my system because I mean, I would, I would go out for acting roles when I wasn't teaching. And then I, I decided to give myself a shot and see see if I could actually make a living at it, instead of being one of those people who always wish they had and never tried. So, yeah. Um, so you know, so you know, I I got you know I went out, started getting work, did a lot of theater in New York, and then I eventually moved out to L.A. Um, so, you know, so. You know, I was a lifelong martial artist, and I really applied a lot of my martial arts ethic to this business. You know, where staying persistent and consistent, and then uh, overcoming every obstacle. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's actually, uh, you know, that kind of how we we kind of wanted to start off this podcast, just trying to be uh, trying to be persistent and. Um, what's that beeping? But uh, next one, next one was cost. Oh, we're still here. If you're still there, yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Okay, okay. And the, uh, yeah, we're just, we, uh, it's just a big thing, you know. We've always wanted to, uh, you know, talk, talk with these, talk with people. Well, we didn't even start off wanting to do interviews, but uh, it's just the next progressive step with podcasting, and so we're starting off with a lot of people that really uh, influenced us or had some some sort of impression at all whatsoever while we were growing up, and. Uh, and so far, the response has been really positive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're, for sure. we're steadily we're steadily growing podcasts. Right now, we have a a uh, a nomination in Uganda for the uh, BE, <laughs> yeah the BEE awards the for BEE the uh, BEE awards best international uh, media act. I mean, we we are oh, cool. <laughs> yeah we, we 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 are losing right now to DJ Nimrod and uh, some lady, but. But I think it's it's just it's cool enough to get a uh, to yeah. get to yeah, get a nomination. Well, you know, it's hard to beat Nimrod, man. No. Nimrod is like so. We won't get into the credentials of Nimrod, okay? But we'll, yeah. you know, we'll, um, we're not that type of podcast. 
So uh, I guess we got a uh, we got a few. Uh, I guess I got a. I have an icebreaker here uh, just to get things started uh, before we get into the more uh, more uh, questions upon questions that we have here. Right now, here's a here's the clickbait of the day. The new uh, the new trailer for Aladdin came out. Oh wow, yeah. What and there's a big uh, backlash or not backlash, but there's like a divide right now between uh, what people thought of the genie. Did you uh, have you seen the trailer? Do you have a? Did you like the genie, Will Smith? I didn't see it. You didn't see? Oh, oh uh, you haven't seen it? Well, uh, no, it's it's kind of one of those things. I mean, I personally thought that it looks okay. Uh, it's just strange having like grown up with like uh, I guess some of those uh, Disney cartoons and then like uh, progressing from there to see it in live action. So you have like this image, you know, that you're kind of going with and then to see it brought to uh, fruition is just kind of one of those strange things. And I think because uh, Robin Williams has played, you know, he played such a strong role and was such a big character with the genie. That's why people are making such a big deal about uh, Will Smith with it. But, I mean, I honestly think that it's fine. I think it's great. It really is kind of like Adam just said. It's just one of those clickbait things, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about it. Uh, last I know is I, mean, I took my, my daughters to uh, Aladdin on Broadway, and that was amazing, you know? The, the, the guy who played the genie in that was outstanding. <laughs> so that's, that's all I know about Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually, I was looking at um, some of this. Like, I was watching a bit of the Aladdin uh, Broadway stuff, and it, it, it looked really good. Well, let's. Uh, here, here, th- here's yeah. a good uh, thing to bring up because you said you went and watched Broadway earlier. You were saying in your past you uh, did some type of uh, uh, theater and whatnot before before you got really big into like getting full full time acting jobs. What you were in in the past. Oh, I mean, I, I did a lot of a lot of plays. Uh, uh, one of the bigger ones that was um, was uh, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh wow! But uh, I, I I did a, a I did a number of plays in in, in New York, and uh, yeah, I haven't since played done. Well, I've done some traveling plays as well, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'd be hard pressed to remember a lot of the names <laughs> right now. Oh yeah, no, no, that's okay. That's okay. It's just something <laughs> yeah. I thought might be a. A unique thing to bring out. You're obviously, you're obviously uh, a big, you're a well-known martial artist. Uh, you, um, you really grew up with martial arts, I would say. Uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, but um, who was some of your in like what? Re- who were some of your biggest influences in martial? You know, for martial arts. Well, number one, that would have to be Nimrod. I mean, Nimrod's. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> DJ Nimrod's got it on lock. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. That that dreaded Nimrod. Um, <laughs> we'll you get know, you. We're, uh, we're gonna send Michael Nimrod. J. White after you, Nimrod. You're not gonna know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my biggest influence is, of course, I think everybody's number one is Bruce Lee. Uh, it was Bruce Lee. There's uh, Mas- Masoyama. Uh, personally, it's um, Bill Wallace and a guy named Joe Lewis. Not the boxer Joe Lewis, but there was a. Uh, a heavyweight karate champion named Joe, Joe Lewis, who uh, became one of my teachers as well. Oh wow! Okay. And then, uh, um, yeah, then there's a uh, Shigeru Oyama, who's uh, another one of my teachers who recently uh, who passed away about two years ago. But um, yeah, I, I was lucky to have some really powerful influences in martial arts. I did mention Bill Wallace, right? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah. I meant, yeah. 
that's the best. He's one of my biggest influences. Biggest, okay. That's uh, that's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, you said uh, you said that uh, martial arts has been a huge part of your past. I think we're all we're aware of that. Uh, so you you have uh, seven black belts. Is that is that correct? Eight. Eight black Eight belts. Now. Oh God, he got yeah. another one. Oh, um, yeah. what what are what are they in? Oh boy. <laughs> uh, well, you <laughs> yeah. know, there's a Shotokan, Taekwondo, Tangsudo, Goju, Kyokushin. Um, Shokuru, uh, did I say Kobo? You know, I did um, Wushu. What uh, What would you say your favorite <laughs> style of martial arts is? My favorite style is uh, Goju. Okay. No, no, no. My favorite. No, sorry. My favorite style is Kyokushin. Now, oh, how does that How does that differ from um, maybe other uh, the other forms style, of other forms that, of Kyokushin is a form of karate from what I've yeah. They're that close to it. Kyokushin. It's it's a form of karate. It's probably the most stringent, the the hardest um, style of karate. I, I, I kind of compare it to kind of like the Navy SEALs of traditional martial arts. <laughs> okay. It's very, you know, just, and, and like the Navy SEALs, it's really hard. Yeah, it's really strenuous. Um, and, and, and what it is is like if you keep pushing yourself beyond normal boundaries it's it's your mind and your spirit that becomes stronger and so the toughest um uh, you know discipline uh, kind of gives you the best discipline so that's why it's my favorite it's not the most beautiful you know yeah. but it's it's like it you know and you know there's that macho thing but it's not all about that it's really what it pulls out of you so that's why it's my favorite that's yeah that's really cool i know that uh most martial arts comes to uh, uh pretty much mental discipline is where a lot of it is, and that's the same with uh navy seals as well yeah yeah if you're a navy seal it, it you know the seal training creates a specific type of person yeah. and uh kyokushin does that same thing i mean I, sometimes i could i could recognize a kyokushin person like in a crowded room uh, very very easily it, do you want to elaborate on that a bit? I mean, like, is there like a calling card or? Well, well, like, like you might recognize a Navy SEAL. There's a certain yeah. way they carry themselves. Okay. There's okay. a certain, um, yeah. There's a certain uh, aura and confidence, and um, you know, and you know, they've got broken knuckles and you know, <laughs> like few busted teeth that that helps a lot too yeah the ugliest guy there, in there, the room there huh? a, yeah but there, there is there is like i say very much like a because martial arts is really kind of like a paramilitary kind of group and uh you would probably pick out the navy seal uh as a very different person from a security guard you know, yeah, or a regular cop. There's a there's a difference, and that kind of difference is what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Is there any uh, is there any martial arts that maybe uh, you'd like to become more proficient in? Well, yeah, ju jujitsu. I, I actually started with jujitsu, uh, and you know, it's, it's become <laughs> really popular. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, I've done, you know, I continue to do jiu-jitsu. I've been doing it for years, but never really thought about, you know, the, the ranking of it so much. I just enjoy it. 
you know. But but it's just it's like I I have to have time. Sometimes you know I do it in blocks of time, but I like to do it a little bit more because it keeps progressing. It's one of the only arts that I see just that keeps uh, evolving. So that that that's kind of fascinating for me. And obviously, it's it's really popular right now, especially in the MMA oh, yeah, world. The MMA, and, it's huge. And, you can't toss a stone without somebody that hasn't learned some form of jujitsu. Uh, yes. <laughs> people have it tattooed on their back now. I mean, that's usually with a bunch of tribal yeah, stuff too. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I, I I recommend jujitsu for for everybody. Yeah. I mean, one one great aspect is if you if you go to the the right jujitsu place. I mean. It's, it's fairly safe, and there's a there's a strategic element with it that that's very fascinating. It's kind of like uh, you're playing chess, you know, but some a physical game of chess. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's very very um, very good for you too. Well, health-wise. And, and a lot of fighters, they they equate uh, fighting exactly like that, just like an elo- eloquent dance of chess almost, where you're essentially going back and forth. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really cool way of describing it. Um, yeah. What, uh, what style would you say, would you recommend to someone maybe that, uh, I guess the most, what's the easiest style to pick up and learn? The easiest? Okay. Well, the easiest would be um, judo and uh, aikido. That's probably be the easiest. Um, taekwondo would start coming up, you know, in in uh, in there. But yeah, those are the more easy styles. Okay, okay. For people to yeah, just pick up. Just to pick up, you know, because you know a lot of people they uh, they you know they're always looking to. Uh, defend themselves. I guess they're yeah, always trying yeah. to find something. Yeah. Oh, you know. If you're looking to, if you're looking to defend yourself, I wouldn't say those. Oh, okay. But when you just say of a style that's easier to pick up, um, those aren't necessarily the best to use for self-defense. There's a lot of there's a, there's an entire brands of kung fu that are amazing self-expressions. They're beautiful, uh, but they're hardly what you would do would you 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 would use in a self-defense situation you yeah. would never i mean you just get yourself killed doing that what, you know, what would you, you use look, those for you look beautiful getting killed but you know <laughs> it's you'll get killed yeah. yeah and that's that's actually like kind of what bruce lee said about a lot of those 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 old kind of classic kung fu things is like yeah these are nice and they work here and there but you've got to be able to equate them to real life situations at the same time i think the most right. famous a quote of, of him saying you know you got to be water what's that i said the, uh, one of the, his most famous quotes about uh you having to be water in a bowl essentially yeah well yeah bruce lee liked uh fusing things in a realistic situation like that's why he did a lot he, he was really fascinated with boxing and muhammad ali for one, he really idolized Muhammad Ali. That's what, that's what, how he, and why he brought in the, the dancing and the, you know, being on your toes and jab. That never really existed in, in martial arts. So Bruce Lee made it popular. 
Well, what was the uh, what was the martial arts that he that Bruce Lee kind of invented? What was that? Uh, Jeet Kune Do. Jeet Kune Do. Jeet Kune Do. Are are you are you proficient at all in Jeet Kune Do? No. No. <laughs> no I, I understand the concepts of it, but you know it's it's uh it's there's actually, a bit of a flaw there. It's kind of it's kind of uh, it's kind of messed up to point out, but there's a big flaw in the fact that Bruce Lee created a uh, a martial art that's kind of like the, the equivalent of uh, Mike Tyson creating a, a boxing art that involved like hitting people harder than anyone else can. You know? <laughs> okay, I get, I get what you're saying. There's something you know, that's almost like Bruce unrealistic Lee, in like, the form yeah. of like someone else being able to actually use it. He's like, yeah, watch me do this flying sidekick. Okay, all you have to do is this like 40 times and you're good. Well, no, the, the flaw is that Bruce Lee was faster than most people. And he, he has, he could develop something called the way of the intercepting fist. Yeah. Well, if you if you put it if you kind of compare it to itself, if Bruce Lee had to fight Bruce Lee, how the hell is he going to intercept his own fist? Because <laughs> he's too fast. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's like it works for Bruce Lee fighting regular people because he's twice as fast. You know what I mean? So, but it, but it wouldn't like, work for like a Brock Lesnar. Okay, or when the guy, yeah, it's like when the guy is about to hit you, block his punch and hit him. Bruce can say, "Well, hit the guy before he hits you." <laughs> so, so do you think that was kind of like uh, I don't know, kind of like a fame thing or whatever? Like maybe he was trying to sell something. I think it was no, like no. A- I mean, there's, no. There's a. There's a. Don't get me wrong. There's there's only a few little like things like that, that I'm pointing out that are flaws, but but no, the majority of it's big, you know, it's backed by by you know. Um, by actual physics and kinesiology and everything, yeah. but I, I just laugh because there's certain elements that you know kind of that he could do. That was that's why you really haven't seen anybody in all these years who's a Jeet Kune Do stylist look anything like Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's. You got you got to kind of chuckle at that a little bit. It's like, yeah, he, he's he taught a lot of students that look nothing like him. <laughs> you know, so, so <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of funny. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like Mike Tyson teaching people. Yeah. You know, and you know, no matter what, he's he's kind of he's there because he's a very unique person. You know, so Mike Tyson could teach somebody, but they're not gonna be as effective as Mike Tyson. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you, you know, you started off, I, I want to say you started really young. When did you start off with martial arts? Uh, seven or eight. Seven or eight. Yeah. And, yeah, between seven and eight. Yeah. And, and you were doing that for, I mean, for, I mean, I mean, you're still doing that so from from seven years old to now. Yeah, you've been uh, do, you've been just, just doing martial arts. Which, and if stuff anybody like that. looks at you, they wouldn't think that that was that long. <laughs> um, and you said you were a you were a school teacher, so you're beating up kids all day. Uh, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, flipping so, them in the yard. So how was that? How how did that transition into acting uh, start to form and take place? 
Well, I mean, it didn't transition into acting, honestly. It's just like if I played the piano and then I went to go do acting. Eventually, there might be a, a role where I could play piano and act. Well, in, in, in fact, I did play, play the piano. <laughs> I did classical piano. But, um, good good but, point there. Okay. You know, <laughs> because it's, it's a weird thing because, because there have been a few people who transitioned from martial arts to to doing movies, very few. Um, there seems to be some kind of uh, inference that one gets you into the other. No, there's there's only a handful of people who've really done that. Bruce Lee being one of them, but um, but really, uh, see, I was I was an actor. I've done like you know, I've made a living as an actor, independent yeah. of martial arts. And I've made a living as a martial artist independent of acting. And I still do that. I have six movies coming out, and four of them have nothing to do with martial arts. They're, you know, I have comedies, dramas. I have a movie coming out with, with Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. has nothing to do with any kind of uh, martial arts or anything. But, I've all, but, but when I do movies as a martial artist, it tends to make people kind of brand me, so to speak. Yeah. But I've done far more movies that have nothing to do with martial arts Absolutely. than I have done martial arts movies. Yeah, I, I noticed that whenever you were starting out, you, you did exactly what you're saying. Is you, I mean, you've got a lot of dramas under your belt as well. I mean, to sit there and try and typecast you is, is definitely a wrong wrong decision there because your range is well, way it, higher than that. It's what people do. I, I, don't, I don't fault them. It's what they do. Look yeah. at Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes did movies like you know, White Men Can't Jump, uh, 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 man, uh, waiting to exit. He's done a, a whole stretch of movies. Uh, was it Wildcats with Goldie Hawn? Uh, just so many comedies and different type of things. As soon as he started doing anything involving martial arts, he he got kind of typecasted as the action guy. Yeah, you know. And so I I realized the tendency to do that. This is why. I didn't do martial art movies when I first started. Because if Wesley Snipes started first doing martial art movies, I don't think he would have ever gotten the chance to do some of the other things because they would have just kind of pigeonholed him. He, he, he had the action, acting ability to pull himself out of that, but it's so polarizing with the whole martial arts, it just starts to define you early on, you know? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, really, when you think of martial arts, you know, guys like, you know, Van Damme or Steven Seagal or Chuck Norris, and you don't even think of those guys of playing other roles, like being in dramas and comedies. You just, it doesn't even occur to you. You know, so, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's kind of what people just naturally do. You mean something. You mean specific things that... Uh, different people and so I, I get it but um yeah I I, I do a lot of um, other type of films and you know television shows I've actually done more comedy than anything yeah it, you're good at it yeah really really good and I, uh, you, you honestly it almost seems like you're 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 almost a little more comfortable sometimes with the with the comedy films and stuff like that would you agree well uh, yeah, it's close to who I am. I actually write comedies. I, 
um, I've done 158 episodes of a sitcom. Yeah. You know, so just that by itself, I'm, I'm the lead in a sitcom for that length of time. So just just in comparison, I've done more comedy than anything. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Um, but then, then film-wise, I've done a lot, a lot of. You know, Why did I get married? Um, Black Dynamite, I mean, which I wrote as well. Uh, and I've, you know, I've got more of those coming out. And so, um, so yeah, that that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, I I continue to confuse people because they people are used to putting you on a particular shelf. But you know, I, that's okay. I don't, I don't get angry at it. But I just have to continue to define who, who I really am. So uh, you, you got your... Um, That's really good. Uh, <laughs> you got your, uh, your... I want to say what really kind of blew you up. I mean, you were doing films with... You were doing early films, like you were doing Universal Soldier. Uh, well, uh, you were doing uh, On Deadly Ground, Ballistic. Uh, but I think uh, really uh, what people started noticing you a lot more when you did Tyson... Yeah, Tyson really, really was was the I'd, I'd say the the biggest turning point almost, and um, for good reason. Now, could you tell us a little bit about how you how you uh, got that role and? Um... Well, yeah, well, well, Tyson was the beginning point. It's not even a turning point. It's not like I was even known before Tyson. So t- Tyson was, you know, of course, that was an acting role. It had nothing to do with martial arts, I, even though I knew how to use my hands, but. Um, that wasn't really primary. It was really about portraying this this uh, character that everybody on the planet knew. So it, it was um, a proving ground for me. But I, I auditioned, uh, not thinking I was right for the role. And as I kept getting callbacks, I started realizing that I was a little better for the role than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever uh, have you ever talked with Mike Mike Tyson about uh, your portrayal of oh, him? Oh, because he was in jail, wasn't he at the time whenever it was filmed? So I'd love to get his take on. Yeah, him. yeah, he was in jail when it happened, but we had we had a lot of friends in common, and I was able to talk to him over the phone a few times, and um, and we've run into each other several times. We've only probably had one conversation about the movie, and that might have been two minutes long. Really? So. Yeah, so you know, we never, I really never, ne- never really think about it. So it's not. Um, is, is it ever? It's never really. Is it ever? Surre- it's never surreal that like I like I portrayed you. <laughs> like you know, hey, you, you, hey, see, uh, you see. Sometimes <laughs> I'm you. Yeah, you uh. see Mike Tyson. And you're like, hey man, I was uh, you before. Yeah. I was you in a that's, movie. That's that's crazy to do a biography about somebody or uh, you know that's that's still alive. That's yeah. That's that's you. Yeah. That's a very unique experience that you have under your belt. And then to be able to say that you talk to him and whatnot. That's awesome. Yeah, but you know, it's weird. It's, I guess it's weird of me, but. When I finish, when I do a film or something, I just put it in the rearview mirror. I don't really think about it anymore. Yeah. And I, a lot of times I could be, like I could like run into Tyson or whatever, and it doesn't, it doesn't even occur to me. It, do, it doesn't even enter my mind that I played him. It's so like, you know, ancient history. You know, but there's a lot of things like that. I, I, I you know, I'll sit down, you know, I'll have conversations with people or, you know, I meet people who are in the industry and I, 
I always separate them from whoever they truly are in my eyes. Uh, somebody could be a famous singer, but I think that's a, a role that they're playing. So I don't think, I, it's hard for me to think of them when I meet them in person as their persona outside of who I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. It, you you it, speak yeah. with people on a, on a human level, you know, down to earth, and that that way, you know, nothing gets weird. I understand that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't even. It doesn't. <laughs> I have too many stories about, like you know, people who I'm fans of that I'll know personally and never, never remember a performance of theirs or something that you know, because like, you know, it's just <laughs> so separate. Like, like I've known Tony Braxton for close to twenty years. We've yeah. been like, we just did a movie together. Um, but we hang out. Sometimes, you know, I remember one time we were going to the gym. We were coming back from the gym, and she was singing along to something on the radio. And I and I, <laughs> and I stopped and went, oh, my God, you got a pretty good voice. And, <laughs> and you should do this for a living, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, really, really, really she got a pretty away. damn decent voice. I didn't know she could sing. <laughs> and then I was like, like yeah. you, you idiot. That's what, she's Tony Braxton. Like, exactly. That <laughs> happens to me all the time. It, it's yeah. just it. The Tony that I know is just Tony. I don't, I don't connect her as the singer at all. You know, that's when, when she sang. I'm like, what is this? When did, <laughs> when did you, when did you start singing? I'm thinking instantly. I'm thinking, oh, will you just be quiet and let me hear the actual song? Like we don't. Yeah, you, you're, you're overdoing it a bit. Could you? <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, I really looked over at her like, what is she trying to do? You know, what, what, you know sometimes I don't like people singing over other, you know, the song I'm listening to on the radio. It's like, shut up. <laughs> when, like, when she started see, singing and she sounded really good, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. See, what you're you supposed know? to do is pull out your phone and then record it every time that she goes to do that. That way, <laughs> y'all can make money off of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see, that, see, but that, there's, a, there's a thing that would never... It would never enter my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I will, I will, I will have casual dinner or lunch or workout with somebody who is magnanimous, and it never occurs to me to record it because that's not what it's about. If this person's a friend of mine, I, you know, I never think about that. Yeah, you know, and even for myself, when I try to, you know, I should be recording things. <laughs> my my wife tells me, but like, you know. I just, you know, I, I do some extraordinary things and, that people would probably want to see, but I, oh, for it doesn't sure, occur man. to me because I'm living my life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, you mentioned your wife. Isn't your yeah, wife like, also, also a uh, martial artist? Yeah. Yeah. How did y'all did did meet through martial arts? Or? No. No. <laughs> no, I've known her 23 years. I mean, I, I, I'm her teacher. But she got very good. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought I just thought that was cool. They have the the martial yeah, arts the martial to... arts couple. Yeah. <laughs> Power couple. Yes, for sure. Yes, yeah, I, I, yeah. We we train together, That's, so she just naturally, you know, progressed. Uh, uh, now speaking of you know uh, you know just talking to you know your heroes, your idols, and humanizing them, you know you. 
you uh, you know a little bit after you did Tyson, you were in the comic book film Spawn. Yeah, we and, we we grew up in the '90s, so I mean that's where we first learned about about you and your acting and. Uh, yeah, it would be it would be a lie for us not to say that we were huge huge Spawn fans and nerds about that. So, no, oh, cool, thanks. Yeah. Um, so, how was that? As a, did you know you were going to get the part? Did you study up on Spawn? Are you a fan of comics, or was it just another job for you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry to say, I wasn't a fan of comic books. I didn't know anything about Spawn when I went to the meeting. Uh, when I got the role, I didn't know what the role was. Um, and I had to call my friend to, and uh, ask him, like, what is this Spawn thing again? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then, but because, you know, I went to a general meeting with the producers. Um, and I already, I was already uh, scheduled to do, uh, to play Jax in Mortal Kombat. And so... I was going to this meeting just, you know, out of, um, you know, just sometimes you have to go to these meetings. And then um, later, my my manager told me, oh, you, you're, they cast you for Spawn. And I'm like, wait a minute, what about Mortal Kombat? And they said, oh, no, it shoots at the same time, so you're going to do Spawn. I'm like, I'm like, what's Spawn again? <laughs> so, <laughs> right, you're like, I've, I've you know, Mortal Kombat, like, that's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, I'm like, I knew what Mortal Kombat was. What is this Spawn? Yeah. You, know, you know, found out, you know, what it, what it was and how it was, uh, you know, a very popular comic book at the time. And I just did my research with it. And I, re you know, realized it was a much better role and a better opportunity. So, of course, I jumped on it. Oh, you know, what's, what's crazy is we were talking to a, uh, a band recently and stuff like that about managers, and, and usually managers tend to sometimes make questionable decisions, uh, but the, for this one, you know, Spawn ultimately was the better film than, yeah. than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. What was that? Was, was it Annihilation that, that you had gotten the offer for? I got an offer for each one of those, Mortal Kombat 1 and Mortal Kombat 2. The first time I was going to do the Mortal Kombat, the Tyson movie came up, and I ended up doing the Tyson movie instead. Okay. The okay. second time I saw for Jax, the Spawn movie came up. It just just so happens they they both were filming at the same time as bigger roles. You know, so yeah. that's just the way that went. Yeah, yeah. But you ultimately, I mean, yeah, ultimately, yeah. you got to you got to uh, portray him a little bit in the oh, in Mortal Kombat Legacy. Yeah, Mortal Kombat now, how Legacy. did how did all that come about? Well, we basically guerrilla style shot a concept video, and um, you know we could have got sued, but <laughs> we did. <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers dug it, and they said, "Oh, well, not only are we not going to sue you, we will give you money to." <laughs> To make a little series. Really? So that's what happened. Okay, okay, well, yeah. Well, we did I had... that with the, with the intention of, of um, doing a full-length movie. But, as you see, that never happened. Yeah, kind of, kind of put it out almost like a, a crowdsourcing thing, and then it caught wind with Warner Brothers. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, well, it wasn't a crowdsourcing thing, but it, it was. But, well, the crowd really got behind it. You know, it was like it really went viral. Yeah, so that that's kind of what happened. Yeah, so I mean, um, if you don't mind, like I, 
I'm a pretty big uh, uh, gamer. I do things like that. Uh, I've got people uh, from from Twitch wanting to ask questions. They're like, you're talking to Jax right now? What do you... <laughs> when it's like, I, I mean, I'm, it's it's a really cool. Um, how, how was playing Jax? It, it was cool. I mean, it's kind of like I'm just playing myself. You know, right. way. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that that's all. That's always fun, and you know, I'm shooting it with my friends, the same guys who we shot the uh, the uh, Reapers with. So that was cool. Kevin Tancheroman was the director, and to me, that's one of the. He potentially will be one of the best action directors out there. This guy. He, he hasn't shown the world what he's capable of yet. Right, he just needs that chance. Yes, yes. And that's that's actually that's a lot of uh, you know independent direct you know there's so much talent out there yeah we talked talk a lot one of the things that we uh, we like to pride ourselves right now is that we're getting a lot of independent filmmakers and stuff like that on on our show and it's really been awesome talking to them and and just watching them mm-hmm. grow and get a, you know get their movies on Hulu and and stuff like that and it's it's been really cool I mean I just you know uh, there's just there's so much talent out there that. I mean, sometimes you just get buried, and you just have to wait for that moment, yeah, that moment to break out. It's really yeah, hard. Well, yeah, you know, sometimes it's it's a thing. Like I said, with Kevin Tancheroman, if he were a bigger asshole, he probably would be a lot further, but <laughs> probably be more miserable. But you know, there's a lot of very talented people who are nice people, and uh, sometimes this industry doesn't reward that they, it, this industry rewards a lot of assholes who will step on everybody's neck and crawl over their best friend just to get in a position of power yeah uh you know my you know i i hope you know my hope is for people like him and people like i mean i i look at the world in the same way these assholes will do that i wouldn't want to trade my life for theirs for for one minute, because uh, I really haven't seen an asshole who was who was happy, somebody with that that kind of ego and had a claw and scratch. So it all balances out to me. Yeah. And every now and then, when you stay consistent, you know, a good guy gets his chance, and then never has to look back, and and that's just worth all the weight, you know. So you know, there might be a position, and and it might be very soon where. I'm in a position to hire Kevin and uh, and show what he's capable of. Cool, cool. Yeah, that'd yeah, be we'll, awesome. We'll be looking forward to that for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I want. I actually want to. Uh, I want to uh, go back to Spawn real quick. Um, you know, when you okay. did when you did Spawn, uh, the director that was like I think I want to say that was his first first film because I think he mostly did special effects stuff and. And and sadly, you know, special effects wise, maybe it hasn't aged over the years. But I mean, uh, that was his first film. And how was how was the set like uh, working with him? It was great. It was great, man. Um, it was great to work with. Uh, I, I think um, uh, he learned the hard way, but, but I think he he started kind of destroying story elements in the, in the movie. In my opinion. He's destroyed a lot of story elements for the sake of using more, um, you know, more 
special effects. Right. Well, that, that, that's but, what his background was too. That's like that's kind of where he got his. Yeah, yeah, that, that, so. that's naturally what might happen if yeah. you got a special effects guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> going to movie. Just like when you have a stunt guy who becomes a director, he cares about the stunts more than he cares about the drama. Yeah. You know that's. Yeah, you know, it tends to, to tends to be what goes on. Yeah, could you imagine like a modern day Michael Bay spawn or something? Like oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, I think Michael Michael Bay might do a good spawn. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> now, yeah, Michael Jai White. Yeah. Oops, that's who it is. But there is a you know there is a a new Spawn movie uh, coming out. Um, did you were you ever yeah. did you ever have contact with? Um, if, if you have proof that there's a a new, a new Spawn movie coming out. Please share it with me. No, it's just internet. Oh, stuff. I guess it's, it's just, you know what it things might Things float around. No, no, yeah. Well, the um, it, 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 it's been. It, uh, Tom has been talking about this for twenty years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because he knows people will listen. Okay. I hear I hear the same thing, but I don't. You know, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see if that ever happens. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it it would be a, it would be amazing because. You know, I mean, to, for Todd McFarlane to direct a movie when he's never directed a movie, I don't think he's directed a commercial before. But it, it's uh, that would be an amazing feat for him to do that. Exactly, because um, he, I think know, he, he wants you know, to. Uh... It's just it's it's just like uh, imagine Stan Lee directing a movie. See, those of you, those people outside the the industry might think, oh yeah, Stan Lee. Is you know is behind these movies? Yeah, he's behind the movies, but he's not. He's not directing them. He's not creating the screenplay. He created. He created the characters. It's a it's a whole different skill set to to shoot a movie, <laughs> and especially Absolutely. you're talking about a movie that's that's probably in the upwards of fifty, sixty to a hundred million dollars. That you know, no studio in their right mind is going to give that to somebody who's never shot anything right you know I mean, that's just that's just the reality <laughs> of the and i'm saying it would be amazing if that happens but you know hey hey maybe it will you know you yeah you know there, there might be you one of those know. uh what is the, the game i've never heard of it yeah <laughs> i have never heard of it in my life that's kind of what happened know, with the uh, the Gambit movie. I don't know if you know about Gambit, but the, you know that that was that's been in production production hell, as they like to say, yeah. for quite some time. Even Chan uh, Channing Tatum saying he directed, and ultimately it just <laughs> yeah. ultimately it just fell through. And I think you know you're you're right. That may happen with the Spawn movie, where he I think he wanted to do he's planning on doing a more like like a really darker tone, where the Spawn character is barely in it. And I guess he's he's kind of talking to uh, yeah. He He's talking to Jane. Uh, was yeah, it he Jane? told me about that. Over, it was about a year and a half ago, um, I ran to Todd. He was telling me, you know, he's got this idea of this Spawn being this kind of uh, character that you don't see. And, you know, I said, well, hey, well, good luck with that. I, I you know, maybe I'm a that I can't see. But I, that's, you know, and for somebody to put millions of dollars behind a superhero that you don't see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know, yeah. you know more, more be, power to you. Well, well, hey, on, on the, the flip side, 
they did do like cloak uh-huh. and dagger. Marvel did the cloak and dagger, and uh, cloak's entire thing is that he can disappear like that and teleport. So. No, no, that's not that's not what his idea was. His idea was to just have like basically you see shadows on the wall type thing. And you never actually see Spawn. Okay, okay. I mean, and it's right. it's, and it's, 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 it's definitely yeah. That's that's like. Good luck with that shit. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like it's definitely an interesting yeah, concept, like, you know. Like, and I don't judge the man for it whatsoever. But yeah, I think I think that you have a really good point on terms of uh, you know things you might have laid out in a screenplay, and then things that uh, you know reality you know, that you can that you can bring into fruition and see how it goes. It's kind of like not everything. Yeah, you- I mean, I, I would I would love to see that. I'd love to see that work as far as. What I conjure in my mind, I'm like, okay, I, that's that's kind of I don't get it, you know. But maybe I'm not supposed to get it. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to, but like, I'm trying not to. You know, like it make blurt it, out it make a good it make a good really book, really you know. But not necessarily not necessarily <laughs> everything. Not necessarily every good story would make a good movie. That that's exactly right. That's exactly right. right. Well, yeah. But if you're telling me it's a character that you don't see, I'm like, show me when that worked before. <laughs> In the history of film, I'm like, you might, you may be a genius, but I've never seen that. And especially it's like, it's like well, But that's the whole about, point. You can't see. Oh it. man, I really like people. You know, that talk about Spawn. To me. You know, love, oh, when Kate did that, when he did this or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I can't imagine people saying that if they don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? uh, remember when Spawn <laughs> so, was, yeah, you remember You remember when Spawn was that shadow on the wall yeah, and he, uh, when the chains were <laughs> invisible. The chains the, the yeah. shot out, those were just, you couldn't even see them. It was, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but he, he cited the Jaws thing. You know how Jaws, you didn't see very much of them? I'm like, yeah. But you did see him. <laughs> <laughs> you eventually saw him. Yeah, yeah. You know, so also, also, Jaws. It's just gonna be a cape. You're just gonna see an edge of the cape. I think that's yeah. what it's kind of like the Jaws fin. Just have well, an edge of the cape. I think the big the alleyways. The, the weirdest thing about it was that he didn't really want Spawn to be the main character. He was just like the uh, okay. I mean, the effect of like what bad people do and stuff like yeah, that. Focus which more just doesn't. On, like, the I just don't. Guys I don't see how that works for a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and, and like, like I said, that's beyond me. I okay. It, it, what are you gonna call it? And spawn. Yeah. And spawn. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'd like to segue real quick. Um, a lot of the questions that we're getting uh, is obviously over one of the, the biggest movies that you've done. Um, you you wrote it and directed in it uh, is Black Dynamite. People are just, they're just saying, where's more Black Dynamite? We want more. We need it now. Well, uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, it, it, well, there's, when, when I did the movie... There was, uh, well, I, I guess I got to back up to this. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, I kind of pressed forward. The, 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 David, the Dave Chappelle situation, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, Dave Chappelle had a successful series. But then the producers or the money people, the business people wanted to chime in on the creative. And that's kind of what happened with 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 the, the Black Dynamite thing is oh, that... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a big um, deal. Yeah, so it's like, well, there's 
my role as a performer and in, in, in the creative uh, aspect of it, um, whereas I have to do something that I know I can perform. You know, I can't, I can't um, rely on, you know, uh, people who are not in that realm or who never wrote and don't understand the, the, the genre yeah, like to write for me. It's, it's your you know, love it's like child, you know? It's, it's ridiculous. And so, but if you are, are if you're a fan of um, Undercover Brother, uh, you, you might, you might, there, there might be something that I'm giving you an insight on. Ooh. Early. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because there's going to be an undercover brother, too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So can you, yeah. I mean, can you, is, is that all is, you can is, say about is, her? Can is you the, can, is uh, the Black Dynamite character going to be an under, <laughs> undercover brother, too? Well, I can't think that. But, <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. I, th- I think well, you're saying I know, that well, the, the guy that plays okay. Black Dynamite will be there, and I... You know, because he's playing himself. Because yeah, you know, you know, a, a lot of people, a lot of people don't. I guess they they don't remember the first trailer. You know, they don't realize that you know Black Dynamite is technically, you know, you're a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Because <laughs> uh, because you're because uh, you're you, you know you're playing Fanetta uh, Fanetta Jones uh, uh, playing Black Dynamite. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's Ferrante Jones. It's a Ferrante Jones. Oh, Ferrante Jones. Jones. Yeah, Ferrante Jones. <laughs> Performance. Exactly. You know, you're, 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 you're pretty sharp, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's very astute. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, that's why, you know, you know, everyone was upset kind of about the, uh, oh, what's this? Well, not everybody, you know, they, they're excited about um, Outlaw Johnny Black. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, But they yeah. were like, oh, we wanted, Black, we wanted Black Dynamite 2. I'm like, well, technically well, this yeah, is. Yeah, this is like a continuation. This is Black Dynamite 2 because, you know, he... He was playing an actor playing a role, and this is technically that actor <laughs> playing another role. I love it. I love it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know? cool. you gotta explain yeah, that. I guess sure. you gotta explain that to people. You gotta spell it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And if you know the genre back then, you know you understand it. You know. Yeah. Um, it, it's like uh, you know uh, Jim Brown could be Slaughter, and he could play, he could be another character as well, you know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> like, you know, Fred Williamson was, was uh, Black Caesar, and he's also um, yeah, Nigga Charlie, and he's also, uh, <laughs> you know, he, he plays a lot of characters. You know, he, he that, uh, I think he was that man Bolt as well. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm showing my age, but there's a, there's a lot. No, of, no, uh, you're fine, man. You're fine. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, anybody can take a look at you. This is the second time I'm saying this, and they they won't notice. <laughs> they, they won't notice your age. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, dude. You, yeah. You, I mean, you 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 look good for your age, whatever your age might be. <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, whatever, whatever that it is. Whatever it is. <laughs> no, but I, I feel good now. There's nothing I can do at 20 that I can't do now. <laughs> right. Uh, there's nothing you can do now that we can do. <laughs> that's a that's a damn good point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw some of the uh, your your training and stuff like that that you had uploaded to to YouTube, and I tried to uh, jump in the air and do a kick, and uh, I don't think I'll ever do that again. Well, you, you take take 
take uh, baby steps before you, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can. Well, we got, you, we got really excited. We were, I was like, oh, we're and, interviewing and plus, Michael Jai. What? Plus, gotta go do some kicks right now. Plus, we're right there at that, uh, that, uh, that edge of millennials, and so we're trying to, uh, Jump ahead and just uh, <laughs> be instant successful. Oh yeah, yeah, the the instant success thing. Yeah, right. you know, <laughs> it's yeah, a must. Take your time. Take your time. You, okay. you got plenty of time. So just uh, you know, just develop slowly. <laughs> so real, uh, real, real talk from Michael so Jai. Obviously, everyone. back to the uh, how a lot of a lot of uh, questions we got were about outlaw Johnny Black. Uh, how far into filming are you guys, and when when can we expect Outlaw Johnny Black? Or is it back to what you were saying earlier about the uh, the, the uh, higher ups, production people, not having a no, no, no. It's it, it's really about um, I've I've had a really busy schedule, and so um, putting everything else, the, the rest of it together, is taking a little bit more time. Um, you know, if have uh, that's really what it, what it is, and. Yeah, and so there's. I'm just trying to find a chunk of time to have everything completed. Okay. How much more would you say you would you? Uh, how much more stuff do you need completed? Is it more editing, or is there some scenes left out? Yes, yeah, so there's some. There's some. You know, there's a major chunk of it that needs to be done. And um, and uh, you know, really that that's what I'm going to say. I don't really know. Hopefully, you know, because schedule it, it gets a little tricky when. There's different people who have availability at different times, you know. Right. So, yeah, so it's it's tricky. But and, and hopefully, we're, we're well aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> finished by the summer. Okay, that'd be cool. That's awesome. Because I know you have like a lot of um, you you have a lot of big stars that make uh, little like cameos, or they're you know a part of the the film. Yeah, and absolutely. so yeah, I can I can understand that like you know schedules just need to line up perfectly. And oh, well. It's probably it's yeah. probably really can't, hard. Can't even imagine. That's yeah. You'd have to hire somebody for that, mm-hmm. especially. No, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean if, you know, there's there's one thing if I do it like high budget, then you just pay for everybody's time and you know. You, but then there's certain ways you can do things that are lower budgeted that you have to kind of wait for certain availability. Yeah. You know, I I rather like just like I just gave you that that advice. You know, take things slow. It's, it's all about quality, not not you know rushing anything to. Yeah, because it's something that is going to once it's done, that film will outlive all of us. You know. Yeah. So I want to make sure it's of the uh, of the quality that will do that. That's what's that's what's great about film is that you know. Uh, you, you make, those, you, well, you make those. Well, you make those. You make those right. You make those right films, and you're you know cemented in. You're cemented in time, just about. Yeah. Uh, what would you say would be, you know, you 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 know you say low budget. You know, you've done your your fair share of high budget uh, films, uh, especially. And I'm, sh- uh, obviously we'll have, to, we'll have to touch on this. Uh, you did Dark Knight. You were in the Dark Knight, and oh, you performed yeah. in in Heath, in in two of Heath Ledger's. Best performance uh, performance scenes of all time. Uh, you were one of the last people to pre- perform with Heath Ledger. Yeah, um, not, not to take away from your performance at all. And um, I mean, what? I mean, what? What's that like? What, what is that like? What's that feeling of? Um, yeah, uh, I, will, I will say that's a very unique. You you have a unique perspective on it, whereas most others don't, and it's something that people have you know 
I don't know, racked their brains over since he passed. So. You know, he was just a really nice guy. He was really cool, and um, it was really enjoyable, like working with the guy. Um, he didn't. He wasn't taking himself as serious as people made it out to be. I mean, he was very playful. He was very affable. He talked to everybody. And, uh, yeah, when he was doing the next movie, Dr. Parnassus, is when he is accident. It really had nothing. Nope. That was dark. Yeah. Did you, uh... You know, but, but, but the story in people's minds wants to connect him doing a dark movie like Dark Knight. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, technically, exactly. I mean, well, really, you like, know, Do- like Dr. Parnassus was dark, too, though. That dark, that doctor, um, it, it kind of, I mean, it had, it had a light heart feel to it, but it was like, it had a very, um, it's kind of weird, because I don't know if you, if you remember, because uh, I remember buying that, I remember buying that movie, because I, I knew that um, Heath Ledger had did one more film, and they had a, they had a rush to get a lot of people to uh, fill that role. Uh, for some side scenes, like they yeah. got Johnny Depp and Jude Law, and um, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the the scenes that they didn't show. What do you think? You there think was like a lot like of like secret undertones, or are you saying? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of a darker. Like, it was kind of like a darker, like weird, like 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 uh, cultish film. Oh yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I can see that. And it, well, at least for some of these set photos, it didn't really play off in the movie itself. But if you look deeper into the film. It's a little. It's a, you know. It's way darker than than his performance in The Dark Knight. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean. That I'm was, sure they lightened it up a little bit, especially uh, after I the mean, passing. I mean, he was joking most I, of I the Dark Knight. I would agree Knight. with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know about that one. Because <laughs> oh. I mean, the Joker. You saying darker than the Joker? No, I mean just. No, I'm saying yeah, the undertones. Yeah, he was laughing the whole the time he was playing the Joker. You know, I mean. Jo- uh, I mean <laughs> I guess. He was laughing the whole. You can't deny that he was laughing I'm saying, the entire time. Well, like, but like, but okay. Well, <laughs> if you see if you see set photos of of Doctor Parnassus, it has very it has a lot of like upside down uh, pentagrams and stuff like that, and you know you you know <laughs> it's just a little bit uh okay you're, on getting, the you're getting into a, to a weird weird. Uh, internet theories. Yeah, know, weird so. internet. This, this this is the cons- this well, is this is what we really want your opinion on. Connect, though, I mean. They they want to connect things to something something uh, deeper. Not like the dude mistakenly took Ambien and something in a in a pain reliever. This was you know his, I mean? not, his, not his Ambien, darkest but, his but, darkest but role. But these are the things that happen. He he has a un- he did an unusual thing. I mean, he has an unusual job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of people who've made those mistakes where you, you're, you're, you know, you get used to a certain sleep medication, and then you have an injury, and you take some kind of a, you know, Vicodin, that type of thing like that, and then you don't realize that's the same medication twice, and you overdose. You know, so that's that's happened to a lot of people. Yeah, but. I don't connect that with anything of some occult yeah. occurrence. You know what I mean? Why, why? Why do you think? Why do you think these rumors even get started? Like, why do we feel like? Why does a lot of people in the world feel like they need to connect these uh, these deeper, darker stuff to things like that? Because it's the same reason why people want to escape the reality of the world 
and watch movies in the first place. You want to believe in magic. You want to believe something's deeper than what we know. You know, a lot of people, like, like everybody wants to believe, like, say, Bruce Lee can kill everybody because it's fun to believe that. It's fun to believe that there, even, I've been, I've been a lifelong martial artist. You know how many people want to believe that there's people who can float or, or people who can have this power of not touching you and, and hurting you? Because it, it's fun, you know. Yeah. Uh, and energy. And, yeah, and, and deep yeah. down, people want to, want that to be the truth. They they want to have heroes, you know. And so that's really what it is. And so with this, uh, they want to be connected to this folklore of Heath Ledger doing the wrong thing and and you know in the dark dark, dark forces came to get just because. It's sexier to think that way. It's right. it's just what people do, yeah. but it's not the truth. I mean, if you want to enjoy the fantasy of it, okay. But it's you know, it's just sometimes these things happen. I think like hell, there's people who want to believe that Tupac still is still living. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're you're are you are you are you denying Tupac right now? Still alive? You're denying it. What's right that? Now? Are you denying it? Oh well, I mean, you know. Uh, well, okay. yeah, I think he's. I think he's gone. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think by now. See, I thought he was. I thought he was still alive till just about like five years ago. So now, now I'm convinced. Because the secret YouTube. Oh, I, side I know. Because the the, uh, the Illuminati finally contacted you and told you that. Uh, oh, no, right. That it was true. Yeah. Now we're getting real deep. Well. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, people, this is like the Illuminati. People want to want to believe that. You know, does it hey, just make it if easier? People didn't want to believe that. You know, that that's what movies are based off of. That people want want and desire to believe in something that's a little supernatural. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can't I mean, believe you just asked him about the Illuminati. <laughs> well, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 sorry. Um, I, 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 I hate to have to point this up. But you know, Santa Claus is real. Santa Claus is real. I knew yeah, it. He's real. No. Yeah. I knew it. See that, Amen? You you liar. You're a lying piece of. I, I, I had to get up and walk away at that one. That's you told me he was fake, dude. Look, that's a little too much. You just told me that Tupac was dead for real. I this is hard to handle. Tupac's okay. Tupac's dead. Yeah. Santa's real. Yeah, and, no, uh, but Tupac, Tupac is Santa. <laughs> oh my shit! <laughs> holy, holy shit! Oh man, that's what. <laughs> See, I thought it was DMX because he's got to give it to you. He's got to give it to you. Gotta give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> back <laughs> back to the Dark Knight. Uh, the uh, <laughs> just segue away from I, that. I, I, don't wanna. Uh, we don't wanna. <laughs> Don't want to alienate our audience with Illuminati talk. Oh no! <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, you, um, you know, I, I read in an interview that you said that you you weren't aware that your character died in the Dark Knight. That it was actually shot a little differently, and that maybe there was plans for you to be in the in the future. Is that uh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's why. In a movie of that magnitude, nobody knows what the hell happened. You know, the, you know, it looks like a, a absolute mistake. You know, so I never. I mean, 
think about it. If they wanted to shoot a death scene of me, they would have done it. I was never in a death scene. I just, you know, got the side of my mouth cut. But then, you know, like for their own reasons, I'm just speculating. I think that they wanted to make it uh, just kind of like X the character out. And I think they wanted to um, preserve more of uh, Heath Ledger's um, performance. There's people like the Cillian Murphy that was in the movie as well, and he's completely cut out of the movie. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so so, I that's just my guess. I because there's 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 things that were not necessarily in the script that wound up in the movie. I think there's a lot of stuff that that he did, um, not a lot, but I think some things that he did, like you know, um, I I know just this is my guess that that they wanted to preserve more of Heath's performance. Right. Well, what would, what, what, would have, yeah. what, what, what would have keeping you alive in the film, uh, how would that have um, not preserved it? I mean... Well, just... I mean, you, 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 don't, you don't show the scenes that, that, that followed. Yeah. Okay. It was almost like there was a finality with it whenever the movie ended. Almost. Well, yeah, it was never intended on a character. The, the character was never intended on being killed. You know, in in the the chronology of it, uh, Gamble goes on, you know. So, um, you know, a lot of people are well aware of that. So, yeah, yeah, so that's just what what that was. You know, know, a movie of that that size, they're not going to, you know, if a mate must, you know, they, you know, if they intended on a death scene, it would have been very clear. It wouldn't have been like everybody going, what the hell just happened? Now, when filming a film like that compared to maybe a uh, a smaller budget role, is the is that mystery always like always there of whether or not you're going to cut or what's going to happen or or is uh, always 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 you know I've known people who ha- who've had like even bigger roles in movies be completely cut out depending on the time. You know, yeah, a lot of a lot of people have to cut. You know, the director has to cut uh, movies down to a certain time, and that always involves cutting out intended scenes. Why do they gotta cut time? <laughs> because, because uh, you know, you gotta fit everybody in the theaters. You want to, you want to have three showings in one night, not just oh, two. Okay. Because, you know, I mean, back yeah. in the day, I want to say that... That makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, but earlier, yeah, but early films, early films used to be so, like, long and, like, like a journey. Right. Like... That's when, you know, that's when filmmaking was a journey, and it was about, it was about the experience. Now it's more business, and so there you go. Okay. You know, yeah, so they, they want that movie to be around 90 minutes, so we can get people in, you know, stuff popcorn in their mouths. And have three, three screenings per night. Yeah. So if it's a movie, if a movie's over two hours, you're not going to have three screenings a night. There's, there's not enough time. But then, but then you have like, but well, it's it's kind of weird to say that because then then you have the um like these three three hour epics or you know two and a half hour epics now, especially with Marvel films and like something like Lord of the Rings, and then they are making you know. You but know, they, they an have, ungodly amount of money. They're able to get multiple like positions yeah, they, in the theater. They, so. they, 
yeah, they are not the norm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, they, they scare everything else away from the theaters at that time. It's not like they're competing with anybody. Right. So, you know, they can do anything they want to do. Can we, can we talk about that for a second from uh, Marvel? So, if you had the option, if you were able to pick, what what Marvel character would you would you choose to play as? Oh, you know what's a shame? I don't even I don't even know what Marvel characters there are. What? I really don't follow that stuff. Woo! He's he's an image. I man. really don't. I'm, he's I'm, an image. I'm man. a grown ass man. But but it's it's like this. <laughs> um, I think green is green. Oh, um, my, my wife is here. She she knows more about you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't Green Arrow. Just saying Lantern, right? Oh, John Green Lantern. Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart. Oh, Green Lantern. Yes. Oh, yeah. That would be. I guess dude. that one. But that's you would fill that Stewart. That's that's DC. But we'll give you a pass. <laughs> Oh, it's DC. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no worries. But uh, Mar- Marvel well, fans uh, are okay, shitting well, what, their what, pants what, right hey, now. What, what Marvel character? Oh, look, I'll, I'll pitch to you right now. You we right now we asked we asked um the nerd groups what Marvel character they'd cast you as, and we have three we have well three to four picks, but the top three are Nighthawk, uh, Bishop, and Isaiah Bradley. And Isaiah Bradley was kind of like the um. I guess in I guess in World War II area, uh, they kind of had a uh, a segregated army, and uh, Isaiah Bradley was the I guess the the black Captain America, and a lot of people want to make you the black Captain America. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that sounds cool. Right? Yeah, that, that, that's <laughs> like yeah, their, that doesn't sound that bad. The, yeah, that's the uh, the dream. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> yeah, that's the dream uh, uh, <laughs> casting. Yeah, somebody told me about that before. Yeah. Especially that sounds with, cool. So, I, so I, next time somebody asks me about a Marvel character, I'm going to say Black I, Captain America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is Black Captain America? <laughs> Isaiah what? <laughs> it's uh, Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Exactly. Okay. Or even... Thank or, you. Or, or even the Patriot. And uh, I mean... No offense, you may be a little past the age for Patriot, but I think it could still work. The because uh, the Patriot is like the great grandson of uh, Isaiah Bradley, but uh, you could always uh, be the Patriot. Uh, I, I think he'd yeah it'd fit perfect. He'd be yeah. fine. Any, anywhere, honestly. <laughs> uh, now Marvel, I mean that these are some. There's a lot of big big films out we're, there. We're big circling that one. I know. Isaiah Bradley. There we go. A lot of big uh, a lot of big franchises out there. That people may want to see you in. Have, has there ever been a has it a franchise ever reached out to you? Um, you mean like Burger King? No, <laughs> like, no, no, like no. Um, it's like uh, you talking about a like a film? Type yes, of, a, like uh, a film franchise. Yeah, a few, a few, but I, I don't want to mention it because then that there's uh, I got to deal with this crap. Rip. Oh, yeah. Red um, tape and shit, yeah. Huh? The red, red tape. tape and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. L- legal yeah. tape. Legal tape, there you go. I mean, we're just wondering, a lot of people are wondering, uh, when is your uh, one-on-one face-off with The Rock in a Fast and Furious oh, movie? Oh, shit. Well, I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah. Is there, is there any actors... Uh, any, we're, uh, quoting, we're quoting you on that. <laughs> yeah, we're quoting you on that. 
Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a, I'm a dude. I'm a big rock fan. He, I, I'm probably more, more of a, as a person than anything else. But he's just like. Yeah, he's a you really know, good he, guy. He, he really. Is. I, I really respect how how he yeah how he conducts himself, how he his his work ethic. I mean, he inspires me with the work ethic, ethic like how he trains and how he and bestly, you know, mainly how he treats his people. And, you know, I have a lot of uh, we have some mutual friends, and he, he's a he's a really good dude. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's one of a kind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, his 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 schedule is like really weird. I think he work he he like sleeps in uh, like three hour intervals or something like that, and he he's he's just constantly training and constantly uh, busy. Uh, I couldn't do it. You could do <laughs> I it. Couldn't do it. I know. Yeah. And, uh, uh-uh. I think but, that's, I mean, that's uh, more power to him. But he, he's, <laughs> yeah, that he's was a one machine. of the <laughs> next questions we were going to ask is we we're going to ask like. Uh, you know, since you you obviously do a lot of training, I know you don't spend all of your time training, but have you ever in your career um, had one of those kind of crazy training regimens where yeah, like you get like two hours of sleep a night and then no, tra- not even close. No, so, I, I'm, I'm I have a very normal. Uh, I mean, I I train maybe two hours and maybe sometimes depending on if I'm getting ready for something, I might train twice a day, but no, I, I don't do that kind of extreme stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think I have to. I've just been doing consistent stuff um, like training for a very long period of time. Is, is there a reason so someone would train that much? Do that. Like what? What do you think the rocks? Uh, what do you think the rocks uh, mindset is when he like when he trains just that much? Is he just trying to keep that that gigantic build that he has? Or I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. I, I, you know, I think he'd be. You know, I, I, <laughs> there's no way I would know. You know? Uh, yeah, it's just he, wild. He, he you know, does a lot more than I do. Yeah. You know they'll they'll put the you know the guys like uh, the Muscle Fitness magazine and stuff they'll ask him his workout regimen and his uh, his diet and I'm like what kind of qu-? like he'll he'll give us like some kind of expensive ass halibut diet it's like who the hell can ex- <laughs> fucking ex- who can afford halibut every night oh yeah right <laughs> well he can yeah exactly that's how he got there he like, built his a, way up I know See, but he should have the... he should have promoted a cheaper version of his <laughs> of his diet he's like get the great value. <laughs> Halibut. Great. Yeah, I mean, mean, I'm just not, just for me, I'm not one of those guys that weighs my food and have to do, no. I mean, or, I don't know. I mean, I I, I like to, I don't, I don't have such a regimented lifestyle. I don't think I ever will. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I I like to improv stuff a little bit too much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, we're we're drinking beers right now, so yeah, no judgment here, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so you uh, you did a lot of um, one of the uh, one of the big directors you worked with. You know, you said you did that sitcom, uh, Tyler Perry. How's it working with Tyler Perry? Oh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, you know, we were friends before we really worked. Well, not, not really. Um, yeah. Well, you know, he, he he became a friend, and and so. It's always fun working with friends, and 
uh, and extended friends as well. So that's just like I felt like I was goofing around and getting paid for it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. That's always fun to just oh, uh, yeah. play, like play, it. play, and get paid. Whenever you're having fun doing doing something like that, it's always yeah, awesome. Yeah, and that's where a lot of uh, when we were telling people about it, you know, a lot of uh, women. Seem to uh, <laughs> seem to know you about uh, oh <laughs> that, that, that's your that, that's your uh, that's your big women uh, demographic yeah, that's is where those, you get your your uh, Tyler Perry base, films yeah yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> I know he's there, but uh, <laughs> he's right next to us. Those questions out. Those, yeah, those sorry, questions we've got out. a whole list of questions from females. We're just cutting off right now. <laughs> yeah, no, my my wife is the coolest person on the planet. Like she doesn't. <laughs> you know, there's nothing about women that you know you can't say around her. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I get a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, funny. it's it's a funny it it's like a funny every thing. Every time somebody says that, they think that no one else has. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's one of those most common, one of those most common things probably said to you. Now, one of your uh, laughing too hard. One of our other um, questions we get asked a lot is uh, about blood and bone. It's probably one of your most oh, phenomenal. It's probably one of your most action. Uh, well, martial arts action inspired films. I think it has a lot of it has a lot of good fight scenes in there. And uh, how how was uh, making blood and bone? It, it was it was a lot. Of, you know, it was really cool. I mean, I, I shot Blood and Bone. I started shooting Blood and, Bo- uh, Blood and Bone. Um, no, I actually, a Black Dynamite, I started shooting 10 days after Blood and Bone. Okay, okay. In some of the same exact locations. We just changed it around. <coughs> but, hey, but, hey, guys, you know, um, I got to wrap up in like five minutes. Okay. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, hey, thing. yeah. Stuff in here. Yeah, we'll apologize. We were having a lot of fun. Oh, we're sorry, you. man. We're, we're having yeah. so much fun talking to yeah. you. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't think we have enough to pay you for the time, so let's let's go ahead and get our final things in here. Yeah. Um, okay. We, we have some we, we have some quick we have some quick uh, questions for you, real quick. It's the um, just you know uh, quick answers if you can, uh, or you know as long as you would like but are, we these, have, are these fan questions no 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 i'm gonna take as long as i because I, I do not want to say something quick that i'm gonna regret okay okay <laughs> so we have uh, we stuff have, has a tendency to follow you yeah so we have uh, <laughs> hey we get it we get it well we, we got these uh these top five google questions about you uh so we'll start off with the the number uh number five uh does michael jai white have any tattoos yes i do well, what are you? I have my I have my wife's signature on my wedding ring finger. Ooh, okay. That's my tattoo. Oh, that's that's cool. I mean, that's it nice. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, <laughs> was Michael Jai White in the military? No, definitely not. That that yeah. Nope. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> we, we don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's an easy thing to. Figure out no, I never, yeah, never have. When we get these, yeah, yeah it's, it's funny finding these Google questions, and, and they're always uh, they're they, always kind of odd to the people. I know they're, they're, most of them like ask weird questions. Uh, like. C. Uh, our th- third question is C. 
Yeah, see, I have. Well, I haven't labeled A, B, C, D, E. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, these are multiple choice. These is, are out. You were either in the military or you have tattoos. You chose tattoos. Is, is Michael Jai? Is Michael Jai White alive? You gotta ask this guy. Seriously, that's the that's the third one. That is this question. Number third. Like, how is that even Google? <laughs> More than more than one person asked that question. Yes, um, apparently it's an wow. algorithm. Is that is that a weird question? I mean, that, I mean, obviously it's weird, but what would people? Why would people think that you weren't alive? I, I, I don't know. I was, was wondering if they if they meant some kind of medicine, physical kind, of, <laughs> right? It, it, you know, I give people too much of benefit of a doubt. It, it, you know, it's, oh, I got I got one here. I, yeah, I, I guess I am. Um, it says, where did Michael Jai White train? Well, there's like a lot of places. Just a lot of places. Um, so if I'm, you know, I trained at, I have a bunch of different black belts and I trained at different gyms and stuff. So where did I train or where do I train now? I don't know. It Either just way, says, these are the Google questions. It just says, no. where did Michael Jai White yeah. train? But, uh, okay. <laughs> the Bridgeport YMCA. Okay, there we go. That works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is yeah. Michael is Michael Jai White related to uh, Jalel White? Not Jalil, even close. Jalil but Jalil I, keep, I keep getting called Jalel White <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and and the final question is: Is Michael <laughs> is Michael Jai White king in uh, was that Guana? Ghana. Ghana is. Are you king in Ghana? No, I'm not the king of Ghana. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've been. Uh, I am a chief. I am a. Um, I've been uh, installed as royalty there by the king of uh, Aquamu, Ghana. And so it's. Um, yeah. So there is some truth. Wow. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. We should have led with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the, the final, the last thing we're going to get to before we, you know, no, last plugs and stuff like that is um, I want to touch on this real quick. Uh, so you've been in a few films with uh, Steven Seagal. Uh, and most recently, I think it was Asian Connection, if I'm not mistaken. Now, yeah. Now, uh, this may sound like a little bit of a clickbait question, but a lot of people asked about it. Um, how was working with Steven Seagal on Asian Connection, especially we're not we're not quite sure when that interview took place where he did the uh, the whole uh, "Can I laugh in your face?" Oh, uh, <laughs> that was with Michael Chavello. Yes, yes. Uh, how was yeah. it working with Steven Only Seagal? Flipping people. Was that before or after you guys worked on that film? And you know what was the behind the scenes on that? Well, we we, we weren't in this. We were in the same movie, uh, the Asian Connection, but. We were not in. We never worked together while we were there, like um, you know, like on the movie. You know, we just we didn't work on the same day. I only worked one day on the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's. And we worked together three other. Oh, let me see. One, two. Well, yeah, we worked together on three other occasions. Uh, was it all? Was it all was, positive? Yeah, yeah. We never had a problem when we worked together at all. It's just not at all. In fact, yeah, no, two of the, two of the situations, a... he, he hired me. Oh. Okay. So, 
So you know, he, so I was, you know, he hired me for, he was doing uh, some soup, uh, missing soup ads. And, you know, and then um, on on Deadly Ground was another time. And then uh, we worked together um, on Exit Wounds. Yeah, and uh, apparently, uh, Steven Seagal apparently can't throw an actual kick. Is that no, I'm joking? I'm not gonna get you. <laughs> well, even even if he could back then, he sure as hell can now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thank you so much, Michael Jai White. Um, we are definitely gonna campaign for you to be in a uh, in a buddy cop movie with John Cena. And uh, <laughs> oh hell yeah! Are you kidding me? That uh, dude is that oh, dude has man. been killing it. That would exa- be- exactly, and he I, is hilarious. I think. Yeah. We everyone everyone says that the the best pairing right uh, would probably be you and John Cena as far as like that Man, that cool buddy you know cop what? movie. That, I I agree with folks. That would be cool as yeah. hell. Jackson. Yeah, Jackson, I mean that John would be Cena. cool as hell. And especially because John Cena, he's kind of similar to you, where he does the comedy and the action. You know, he's able to you know he's he's able to you know transcend that little that bar to where he can do oh, both. Oh yeah, yeah. kind of like which is very similar to you. Both. Yeah. So yeah, def- well, yeah, petition for that one. I definitely, <laughs> I would, I would really like that one. We definitely will be. Uh, so, do you have any last plugs and anything? Yeah, we, anything, anything you want to miss? Like, that you would like to reach to, uh, out say? to you or whatnot? Well, I mean, shoot, what do I want to plug? Um, oh well, follow me on my uh, my Instagram is uh, official Michael Jai, and uh, I have a YouTube channel called um, Real Michael Jai White. No, uh, what's it? Uh, YouTube.realMichaelJaiWhite.com, I think. Something, something like that. We'll, we'll it's post, the real we'll post some links as and, well. And I'm going to be showing a lot of like instructional things on my YouTube channel. So check that out. I uh, thank you so much for being on. You, Man, you, you know, you're yeah. you're a hero to us. You're a hero to a lot of people. And I'm just I'm. It's awesome that we got it's, to talk to you for this long. I know we, we used up just about every minute of your time. Yeah, it's, it's not <laughs> just been a pleasure. It's been an absolute honor. I can't even begin to like uh, describe it. So thank you so well, much for, you. for taking your time. Thank you, guys. All the, all the best on your, your, your you know, your, um, what's it called? Blog? Uh, opinion, opinions and beer. Do you want to give us a Spawn style opinions and beer? Yeah. But what, what, what is it? What is it? It's a, it's uh, a, a it's a podcast. It's a podcast. podcast. I yeah. you know, these, these newfangled words, you, you youngsters. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those. Um, well, yeah. Be- best of luck on your podcast, and uh, and absolutely. What, what do you want me to say? Oh, I was just saying if you yeah. wanted to do opinions and beer in a spawn voice. Opinions and beer. You know, really nerdy. <laughs> okay. Damn. What's with the spawn voice? What is it? It's just kind of the okay. Real serious. Damn. What, how do I sound in spawn? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. What? Oh yeah, kind of the growly thing. Yeah. Uh, you're you're listening to opi- you know you, what? Say something like you're listening to opinions and beer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, damn. How does how do babe? How do I do? How do I? Huh? Oh, okay. Uh, you're listening to opinions and beer. <laughs> oh like that. shit. That's awesome. But, but, but I actually had to have the teeth in. When I really got the voice, I had the damn teeth in. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a whole That's lot right. of makeup and stuff. Yeah. It was, I, I, it was like, wait a minute. You sent me to hell, Jason. It was like that kind of thing. <laughs> how would I? How would I? Oh. You're listening to opinions and beer. Nobody yes. Know what that was. That's fucking awesome. Dude, that's Nobody <laughs> would know what that was, though. 
That's going That's in right. front of every single fucking episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> thank you so much, Michael. Uh, yeah, thank you for your time, uh, man. Take Thanks. care, and okay. uh, I just thank you again. Yeah, good luck on everything, man. Have a good one. Okay, you too. All right, bye. <laughs> so, wow, that was Michael Jai White. I mean, I can't believe we got to interview him. Uh, he was he was pretty cool. It sucks that you know we uh, maybe we was, we spent a little bit too long on certain topics. You know, we didn't get to uh, some of the things that you guys wanted us to touch on, like his him working with Tony Jaw or him working with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and uh, some of his more um, upcoming films like Triple Threat. Um, but I think we delve we dove into the. Uh, the history of Michael Jai White got a lot of his background and a lot of his uh, thoughts on Spawn and the new Spawn. I thought uh, I thought it was funny. I th- he's a, he's a funny guy. I thought the whole I thought that we had some. I thought we really showed some. I thought we really had some great chemistry in a few of those segments. And um, over, I mean, he uh, it's crazy that we got to interview him. But moving on uh, to uh, to tie it all together, we have a very special beer right now. We have. The beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is Sweep the Leg Peanut Butter Stout by the Im- by Infamous Brewing Company. This is a, it's Cobra Kai beer. I mean, this, <laughs> this is karate beer. I think it's only appropriate that we drink karate martial arts beer when we interview the martial artist, actor, uh, person, human being. Oh wow, you know, I opened this and I poured it and you know, it's instantly the smell is of peanut butter. This is my this is my first peanut butter stout. I'll go ahead and say that now. When I when I when I poured it the um the head that it gave was a very peanut butter-esque color. I've never really seen that before. It's always been, you know, even with stouts and porters it's usually a uh, a white or clearish head and this one is a very very brownish uh peanut butter uh coloration to the uh, foam. So, uh, this beer is 8% in alcohol by volume. Uh, uh, some, some, uh, yeah, 8% in alcohol by volume. It, um, I don't think it really has an IBU rating. I think it's, which means, which is pretty good. That means it can age. And, um, I can't, I'm eager, I can't wait to try this. Let me, let me go ahead and take a sip of this beer. So instantly you get those, uh, you get those very stout-like flavors, you know, the, um, very dark, rich, and bold, almost like a uh, like a mild burnt taste, but not not too burnt. You know, some some stouts had that really over overly burnt taste, and this one this one's a little bit more smooth than uh, your typical stout. Um, the peanut butter notes are definitely there. Um, they hit me off. I th- like my breath feels like I've been eating peanut butter. If that makes sense, like that uh that aftertaste is very. It's like the the taste of peanut butter just rolls off the tongue. Um, it is smooth. It's smoother than I thought it would be. The peanut butter. This is my first peanut butter stout, so I'm not sure. I don't really have a gauge for it. Um. Stout wise, it's really smooth, and for eight percent, it uh, well, I guess eight percent isn't too high in the beer community. But I don't know the drinkability on this is a ten, but um, 
it be my first you know maybe we'll maybe we can revisit this one but I'm gonna give this a nine I'm gonna give this one a nine I think uh, it's just there's something something missing some there's a bang there's a bang missing from this one to get away a 10 but overall this is a solid solid delicious beer I love the I love the peanut butter flavor uh, Maybe maybe it's the peanut butter flavor. I wish there was more of. I'm not really like it's there. It's instantly, but it's not strong. If that makes any sense, you know, it's very like you taste the peanut butter, but it's light, very light. Uh, take that as you will. I mean, that is that is just my opinion. My opinion on sweep the leg peanut butter stout that I'm having after interviewing Michael Jai White. What a good day. And that is also being a good day. My opinion, which is fine, because this is Opinions and Beer. Opinions and Beer, Opinions and Beer. Can't go wrong with opinions and beer. Opinions and beer, yeah. Opinions and beer, ho. All we gotta hear are opinions. And beer.